everyone. I'm Julie. And I'm Jenny with a G. We're cousins and best friends. Who live on opposite ends of the country, so we decided to start a podcast. Welcome to Get Funny. <laughs> I'm really not feeling great about this time change. Um, I, I love Rough. daylight. I you know? like. I love daylight saving. Daylight is it daylight savings or saving? Couldn't tell you. <laughs> Couldn't tell you. I don't I, know what we're saving. I don't know I, who's winning it's here. It's for the farmers. Um, is I just, it though? Because I, I work it. with farmers, and none of them have mentioned it to me. So. Well, it was for farmers a long time ago, but we don't need it anymore. I don't know if you noticed, but when I said, is it saving or savings? I had a very uh, Oprah, were you silent (laughs) or were you silenced (laughs) affectation? I think that is the best thing ever. I love love all the memes about that. But yeah, no, I I appreciate the like, oh, it's going to be lighter for more time outside. I love that because I really don't like the other time change. When it gets all dark at like 4 p.m. So I'm Same really excited. Season. But the first day of it is just terrible. Like, But it also is, why can't we just keep it? Just, just I mean, keep Jenny, it. Yes. I, you and I are talking about different things. Like, I, I'm with you. There is currently a push to standardize it and make it the same time all year, which is fine. Um, like, let's just let the sun do its thing. You know what I mean? But... Yeah, regardless, today's a weird day, and it, I don't know what time it is, and I Couldn't I have, like, you. extreme Sundays right now, like the Sunday sads, because oh, yeah, tomorrow's my first day back at work, and I'm like, wow. I'm so, I don't want to sound ungrateful, because I am very grateful to have had this time, but I'm also like, why? Why do I have to go back? I just, I just dipped my toe into my email, because I don't, like, I know, I know, I, I, I was, like, kind of wondering, okay, either should I just not check anything until I get to my desk on Monday morning, or should I, like, ease into it so it's not, like, this barrage of crap. So I just peeked in. I peeked in for, like, five minutes before this, and I, like, when you and I got on the call, I already started feeling, like, I was feeling grumpy. I was like, god damn it. (laughs) The best way to do it, too, is come back. And then spend your rest of the day saying, oh, I just got back, so I have to, like, settle it. That's really yeah, that's, the I'm, only way to do I'm it. I'm literally going to be using that probably till Wednesday, let's be real. Um, I can't I even I'm, imagine it. Mm-mm. I don't wouldn't, want it. Couldn't tell you. But all I do know is I saw a meme that said, why not just have us do this on a Friday? Four o'clock, we spring forward. Five o'clock. You know what I mean? Like, I think that that's a great idea. Yeah. The fact that they do it on Sunday is like. So weird. Very, very rude. Now, when I used to go out to the clubs, I actually loved it. Because I was like, hey, we're still out. Um, but Oh, you loved since, it going backward. Yeah. yeah going yeah. backward. But also when we would go out, we'd be like, oh, no, we still have time. We have to make up for the hour we lost. So we would always make the best of it. But last night was just daunting. I was on a clubhouse. And then at I, two in the morning? Three in the morning? Okay. All right. Girl, what do you do? People are on Clubhouse all the time. Actually it wasn't a clubhouse, it was a Zoom. But either way, it doesn't matter. But with Clubhouse people. But either way, when I looked at the clock, I looked at one. 15 and I was finishing up a project and then when I looked again it said three I said what the hell happened I was very upset and then immediately got tired and I said I'm gonna go and then I went to sleep it was very strange weird time for us all 
now you have to change all these clocks? Like, 2021, we've landed on the moon. We've created new cell phones, but yet we still have to change clocks in our cars and on our microwaves? I'll never understand it. I hear you. I hear you. Um, But I I do also just want to clarify you know we landed on the moon a long time ago, right? Yes, I know. <laughs> okay, okay, we I'm did. just making yes. sure. I'm <laughs> just, I get it. I'm just saying the things that we've already accomplished sure. in 2021, to get to 2021, I, I am adding moon landing. I am then saying all these other things. Uh-huh. And yet and still, I have to change the clocks on the microwave and in the car. The car one, that's really the one that messes me up because it, you have to like read a freaking guidebook on how to do that. Like what? Why? Why are you not changed? And then the numbers of the hour and the minute are always different. The buttons you have to press. So then I'm always an hour ahead. But then the minutes are messed up because I don't want to go through all the minutes. Why have you been changing the minutes? though? Presumably only the hour. That is true. Presumably that would happen. But sometimes not all cars are made the same. So it'll start going up on all of them and then messing my whole thing up. So I can't. I want to talk about how upset I am. But right now it's Sunday fun day with me and you talking things. Cousin talk. Cousin chat. Cousin chat. What were the other names we thought about for this podcast? Oh, I don't even remember. Oh, the podcast, the pod, the cast. I don't know. I think those, we're trying to be like... None of those were names that we thought about for this podcast. We did think about when uh, when Jenny met Julie. Yeah, that one was cute. That was cute. But I, here we are. I want to know, though, how most folks are finding us. Because I know we have some fans, and I'm so excited for them. But also, I want to know how other folks are finding us. Do they just show up? Do they stumble when looking up funny and then we show up? I want to know all those analytics. I'm baffled that you think anyone listening to us doesn't already know us. No, that is not true. Some people are finding us. I know it. I feel it in my heart. We got followers that we don't know that they've stumbled upon our stuff. I believe it to be okay. so. You know what? I love that energy, but let's just say it here. Uh, listeners, if you found us and you do not know either Jenny or myself, um, like, and, and I'm going to use no as a very loose term. Like, you don't have to have met us in person, but if you follow us on social media or whatever, that counts as you knowing us. If you just stumbled upon us in some way, and you exist, please send us an email at carefunnypodcast at gmail.com or send us a message on Instagram or Twitter even. We're carefunnypodcast at all of those places. And uh, I just want to know. I really know. I want to I know if you exist. I cannot wait to read your mail. I also think it would be hilarious if one of our friends was like, those poor things, and they made, like, burner <laughs> accounts and sent us messages. I I hope Emily takes that on, because she has been very vocal about the pod. And so, I just, I wish, I wish us to find at least two emails in the email You account. know, let's, let's, let's make it happen. I, I will, I'll keep Fingers you posted. Crossed. Thank you. So far, we're just getting emails from, like... <laughs> Some dude who wants to make us a website, but it's like a pod. It's it's like a spammy sort of thing. Oh, and okay. like 
All right. Then. All right. Thank you so much. I mean, I um, can make a website. I'm pretty good at it. Yeah, I don't, we don't need this, but no. <laughs> regardless, I don't mind. Like, I don't really care if we have a lot of listeners because I do just like getting to talk to you every week. Aww. Like, it's been really nice. I the only thing I wish is that I didn't have to do all the work that goes along with having a podcast. Like. I'm like, can I just talk to Jenny? And then we just re- upload that conversation with no editing, nothing, like, and no watching of a movie. <laughs> like, I don't. I mean, potentially we could not edit it. <laughs> Everybody can see and hear all of it. Yeah, I don't think that will be, um, I don't think that'll get us more listeners. <laughs> <laughs> that would be tragic. But, and still, and I think it would be really cool because you know I'm going to ask, but I haven't done it on a text. But we should, you should come to one of my new club rooms on Clubhouse so we can talk about podcasting. Because people are like, oh, I just love your cousin Julie. Can you bring her into a room? And I'm like, oh, well, she, yeah, we should do that. So we should do that one day. <laughs> you, like, I'm... <laughs> It's like you have a fake cousin. Like, yeah, no, she's um, she's from Canada, but she'll she'll be visiting. She'll be here. Um, <laughs> they don't I mean, it. as you as we just talked about before we got on here, I was just in a clubhouse room for an hour, which significant is crazy. Time. Significant time for you. For anyone, I would think. No, I'm just saying these these pod, these uh, not podcasts these clubhouse rooms last for hours okay so let me know how does that work i I just have questions about people who are in clubhouse rooms a lot like Mm -hmm. when you're in a room do you because like it's just audio and you're not always talking like do you walk around do other stuff do you like absolutely absolutely so one evening actually one afternoon i was cleaning the kitchen the bedroom and the living room while they were talking and then they heard something that I wanted to chime in on so I did and then sometimes those rooms in particular when I'm cleaning and stuff typically are just just people hanging out and just talking about anything and everything so it turns into like oh this is what I'm eating oh I just woke up because a lot of people are on the west coast or people are like oh I'm trying to figure out what I'm gonna wear blah 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 so they talk about everything. Then if there is a room about a particular topic that's like, yes, you would kind of consider like professional growth. Mm-hmm. Those I don't necessarily jump on to be a speaker. I just will listen to it like a podcast and just let it play in the background. So really you're, what clubhouse rooms are are just very bad podcasts. Some of them are terrible. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Let me tell you some drama. Okay, okay. The most disrespectful thing that you can do on a clubhouse is remove someone from your room. That is like, that's like spitting in someone's face, okay? Okay, it's happening. What I have now witnessed twice is I raise my hand, right? Because I want to be a part of the dialogue. Oh, and these people, the moderators, they will turn off hand raising. So, in essence, to say you stay in the audience, Jenny, and I am disturbed, upset, and perturbed, okay? Because I would never do that to somebody. I won't be able to speak. And I have things to contribute. Well, yes, but uh, is there a way... So, again, I don't know how this works. I've been in some... Like, the talk I was just in, after an hour, they were just about to take questions from the audience, but from the beginning, they said, like, 
this isn't going to be a huge Q&A thing. Like, it's a better experience if we have, like, five people who are moderators or speakers or whatever, and then everybody else can just listen and learn. In those situations, uh, is it something where, like, the moderator should turn off hand-raising from the beginning? Like, is that an option? Yes, that is an option from the beginning. If you establish exactly that, a proper structure, right, of a clubhouse room would be have speakers, moderators, and then audience to come up for question and and answer, right? Putting exactly that, what you said, we're going to have this amount of time with just the moderators, turn off hand-raising. Then you open hand-raising, you get all these people on stage, they'll ask their question, and then after their question's asked, you can actually return them back to the audience, right? That is a great structure. The rooms I'm going in, girl, they were talking about how they just like to be outside. And then they didn't let me share my enjoyment of outside. I was crushed. But anyways, all that to say, I'm upset. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, well, I'm sorry for that painful uh, situation for you. And it happened twice. Um, I, despite all of this, I will join you in a clubhouse room whenever Yay. you want. Thank well, not whenever you, you want, because no. you know I got to go back to work tomorrow. Obviamente, it's also what works best for our schedules. No, there's not, we're not just putting clubhouse rooms together like that. That's a lot of work. Mm-mm. Is it? I would say because <laughs> you have to think about like what the dialogue is and we need to talk. We want to make sure that it's me and you vibing at first and then we'll bring in the audience. Like it's a lot of things to think about. You're right. I wonder we can. Yeah. Maybe we can have people bring in their am I the asshole question. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be amazing. I know. Um, that would be good. I have a good one for you today. But let's Ooh. before we get into that. um on screen time yes 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 y'all we threw it all the way back to 2003 Mm, early 2000s i don't think there's anything like it in existence for better for worse um this week we watched love don't cost a thing (laughs) the millennial version of can't buy me love. There we go. <laughs> Which I have never seen. I've what? never seen. I've never seen Can't Buy Me Love, and this was my first time watching Love Don't Cost a Thing. Wow. Uh, obviously, wait, wasn't it your first time watching? Mm-mm. It was like I saw oh. it a long time ago, but it wasn't like it wasn't one that I ever wanted to see again after I watched it. But that's, that's here fair. we go. Um, this is our uh, this is our second Christina Milian film. Yes, is she the actress that we've done the most? Like I think she's our only repeat. I think she's. I think she is our repeat because we just haven't done. Well, yeah, we haven't done like yeah. a, a bunch of like the. Because technically Sandy, Sandy was, but we didn't review the other. Oh, movie. yeah. The proposal. Mm-hmm. Right. And we'll do, we'll eventually do some like Tom Hanks and yeah. Uh, but anyway. But anyways, this movie <laughs> just also. We're going to give spoilers. So if you really have been dying to watch this movie from 2003. <laughs> I feel like people should always know we're going to give spoilers. They'll, they'll be all right. Um, this movie was um, 
So, uh, like I said, I hadn't seen it, and I didn't really have expectations for it. I knew it was going to be kind of cringy just because I knew when it was from, but I was like, maybe it'll be cute. And I was surprised <laughs> by the, uh, mm, the like, raunchiness with Steve Harvey as the father. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. there was a lot of, like, sex talk that I wasn't expecting, and... Yeah, I, I didn't love it, but this is what I'll say. Like, the first, I would say maybe, like, the first act of the movie, like, first 30, 40 pages or minutes, I should say, sorry, um, weren't terrible. Like, I was like, okay, this is kind of predictable, like, obviously, but, like, it's kind of cute, I guess. It's not amazing, but I've chuckled. Keenan is in it. I love Keenan. He's hilarious. Um, Cal Penn's in it, too. Oh, yeah, Cal Penn. Um, but then... It's like there was like a very obvious shift and the movie just became like very bad to the point where I did fall asleep and no, I did not watch it. So probably from this movie's an hour and 40 minutes long. I saw the first hour and 10 minutes and the last five minutes. And uh, so I, I'm missing. I think like, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. But so, I think I'm missing like the climax and stuff of the movie. No, I mean, maybe. So premise here is uh-huh. young Nick Cannon is a nerd and he ends up earning $1,500 to use for a project that he's competing for. And he then sees the beautiful Christina Milian who needs help because she took her mama's car and crashed it and she needs to fix it. And he says, I'll fix it for you and buy your parts, but you have to be my girlfriend for two weeks. And since he's a nerd and she's so popular, she was like, "Uh, okay, well, no one believes them at first. And then she makes sure that he's well known But then fame and popularity gets to his brain and he loses all his mind. And she, the young Christina Millian, has just been broken up by her NBA player boyfriend, then gets broken up by Nate Cannon's ass. It was all very dramatic. (laughs) Well, here's the part. Googs, you didn't catch. Did you see when they went to the beach? Okay. No. So at this point, Steve Harvey's their dad, which is so weird. And Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey's Nick Cannon's dad. Nick's dad, mm-hmm. Cannon's dad. It was so bizarre. But his little sister, uh, Nick Cannon's little sister, had um, switched out a tape for him to learn how to dance. And in that, he learns a dance. And at the beach, he's no longer with Christina Milian because they had just broken up. And fake freak breakup and he starts talking to these other ladies and then starts dancing the dance that he learned from the tape which is actually a self-defense class that his mom was learning so it's a weird dance that's not really a dance but everybody wants to do it because he's now the new popular kid so he takes this woman one of the girls into the cave because they're about to have a great experience together and Christina Milian comes in and starts yelling at him because her ex-boyfriend gets mad that he was dating her while he was gone, while the ex-boyfriend was gone. So she exposes his whole plan and everybody gets so upset that he was lying just for attention. Yeah, it was a whole thing. And then he gets upset 
Steve Harvey, as his father, encourages him to not change himself because of other people. He needs to be true to who he is. And so then he works on his project. He fixes his friend's car that he also was a jerk to his friends when he became popular. And then they end up at the high school and at the high school, at the game, there's no teachers, apparently, to try to stop a fight. There's, like, no teacher in any part of this movie, which I'm, like, shocked. But there's about to be a big fight with that mean basketball player guy and his uh, Nick Cannon's friends. And then Nick Cannon says, if you want to fight somebody, fight me. And then they don't fight because he has this real realization about how, how he's changed so much. But then Keenan comes in and tackles the bully and Nick actually leaves. And then Christina Milian's ex-boyfriend shows up again, trying to get her back. And she's like, no, I want to be with the pool boy. And then the pool boy Nick grabs Cannon her ass. Nick Cannon is the pool boy. And he grabs her ass at the end of the movie. It was very uninspirational. Kind of like the original movie but not I mean of course they had to like modernize it but also Christina Milian's character was completely disrespectful disrespected throughout this whole movie and I hated that I hated it so I agree she was also disrespectful she was like to Nick Cannon the fact that she gave him she was, like, giving him hella attitude when he was offering to literally save her ass because the car repair was going to cost, what, $3,000 and it wasn't going to get done for two weeks. So her mom was definitely going to find out that she wrecked the car. Whereas Nick Cannon's like, I will do the labor for free and also um, pay for your parts if you promise to date me for a month. And she was like, oh, my God, no, a week. And I was like, girl, you're not in a position to be uh, negotiating. And then I feel like for the first part of it she's not pretending to date him she's just pretending to be his friend yeah which is like that wasn't really the deal but okay that's fine um her friends are terrible i don't understand this high school everybody <laughs> there looks very old um and they were did your high school have segregated hallways like only the cool kids could use one hallway <laughs> no not not to that extent we did have grade hallways i do remember that well that's yeah, yeah I, but it I, wasn't I had that segregated on cool kids like, or not yeah cool there kids. was multiple instances in this movie where the nerds nick cannon and his friends like step into the popular kid hallway and the bully is like what are you doing here nerd like you, this isn't your hallway. I just didn't understand, like, having a hallway that some people can't use because the way my school was set up, we didn't have multiple routes to different places. <laughs> like, how would they get to class then? <laughs> what I if you had a class down there? There was not an administrator, not a teacher, <laughs> not a security guard. Like, my school was full of these people in the hallways. Yet and still, not only do they have segregated hallways, but the bullying! They harassed all those nerds! I can't. Mm -hmm. I can't. I also, I know I'm getting old when I watch these teen movies and I am, like, thinking like a parent. Because when they had the first scene um, at the basketball game when Christina Milian's, like, drill cheerleader team or whatever does their routine, I was like... Wow, we really 
just like as a culture, as a society, sexualize children so absolutely yeah like and and i don't want to sound like you know like i'm clutching my pearls or whatever and obviously i I truly was (laughs) well obviously like i know that you know this teen age is an age where people are like exploring themselves sexually and whatever and like you know whatever but i think it's and if that's what people want to do great but i honestly think it's so um shitty and it's wild that we are still doing this even to have like half naked mostly naked girls being the cheerleaders or like the people the entertainment for dudes and not only the entertainment but like the eye candy and whatever like what a shitty like i I just hate that that's terrible the whole thing was so classic that and it was so much like Nick Cannon also what's funny his character I can't even tell you their names but Alvin 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 and he and Paris that was mm-hmm. Christina Millian Nick Cannon uh, Alvin was playing Nick Cannon like that's all I saw I was like I was thinking back to Nick Cannon's life as an actor, as the goofy one who ends up with the most beautiful, desirable woman every time. Like, what, Nick Cannon? And then uses that against them because when they were at the beach, he says to her, "Uh, do you want everybody to know that you did cost $15 to buy? And that if I fifteen hundred or fifteen hundred, fifteen hundred dollars to buy you, and I'll do it again. Like he was so, <gasps> oh, he was so rude. My God, and I'm glad nasty. I missed that part. Yes, wow. and nasty and rude. It was terrible. And I was just like, Nick Cannon, don't do that because she about to get you, and then she got him. Also, Sean John was the sponsor Ooh, of this Sean movie. Sean John, <laughs> like the the level of like importance that these kids put on sean john clothing name brand clothing in general but specifically sean john i was like uh <laughs> i was shook okay. and i was like did i ever want a sean john that bad did i because i was in high school during that time i Same. too it too thought of sean john in such a way that i truly can tell you that i never once thought about sean john <laughs> no disrespect to p diddy but um i'm sorry diddy Ooh. diddy what, what's his i'm name? old i'm old enough to know to remember when he was called puff daddy i also um, he, he has a new name i don't know i think so i don't know he changes his name all the time i don't know but i'm trying to look at my notes here my favorite page is him Tell your man to go treat you right. I thought that was hilarious because she was like, I just paged him and then waited for that phone to ring. And I'm like, oh, my God, what a lifestyle we used to have because I never got a pager. But I surely I sure, never got a pager. I sure did want one. I was like, ooh, that's technology. <laughs> they did have the great, uh, great Sprint phones here. That was mm. that was nice. But yeah, this movie was fine. I, I thought the Steve Harvey character playing the father who like was disappointed that his son was a nerd and then trying to like getting really excited when he thought his son was going to have sex. Can we talk about that? That was that, so like, weird. So Nick Cannon starts fake dating Christina Milian and he starts like prepping for a date and his dad, Steve Harvey is like, Oh my God, finally my son is a man. Like I never thought this day would come. So he pulls Nick Cannon into his bedroom 
while Nick Cannon is just wearing his underwear, which I feel like we don't acknowledge, but okay. Um, sure, put some pants on. Um, and his dad's like, I got something for you. It's, what does he say? The hope chest? And he, Yes, I think it's the hope chest. He calls it the hope chest. And, and he opens up the shoebox and it's just full of condoms. All the and condoms. Already, already that's a very awkward situation because his dad's not saying like, hey son, this is what sex is about or whatever. He's just like, these are all the different kinds of condoms you can use when you fuck. And it's like, okay, can and you then calm down? And it was down? so weird when he was like, get on the bed. And the bed is a water bed. Oh, yes. And yes. he's like, oh, no woman in the world can resist the motion of the ocean. Oh. He, like, he also was like, okay, this condom is... You know, you don't want to use it the first time because it's too thin. And then he made him practice opening the condom with one hand, which is like, what are you doing? (laughs) I mean, I guess the only good thing about that scene is that it's probably one of the fewer scenes that actually encourages condom use for sex than there's been in any other movie. That's true. That is true. That's the only thing I would say. It was just a very, like, I feel like... This is what I'll say. I feel like the characters in this movie, like, they don't make sense. Like, you know when you watch, like, a movie or a TV show where, like, the characters from one scene to the next or from one week to the next in a TV show will literally act in completely different ways than we've established their character to be? I'm like, are we not going to address this? Like, what's happening here? It's very strange. And I'm also trying to remember, I'm trying to look up, the last time that Steve Harvey was in a film in such a way of bringing so much support to young men. I, I want to get, I feel like I'm confusing it. So I don't want to say the name of it, but I'm just like, Is oh. it think like a man. No, it wasn't think like a man, oh. but I just feel like all of these movies were like the same, that they were like this nerdy guy. And then Steve Harvey just appears. I'm like, what? How? <laughs> I don't, what? Yeah, were there other, wait, <laughs> No, I need to know because I truly, I didn't know that was a genre of film. (laughs) Like, nerdy dude mentored by Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey just shows up. Why did I just Google Steve Henry? (laughs) Who is Steve Henry? But you know Steve Harvey had his Steve Harvey show. So he had, you know, the students already there. So I feel like I just associated young high schoolers with Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey. You know what we don't talk about enough? What's that? That on the Steve Harvey show, his name was Steve Hightower. <laughs> Why? Hmm. Did you watch this? the Steve Harvey show? Oh, yeah, of course. I love that and show. And Cedric the Entertainer. Yes. And um, Boss Lady. I used to watch that show all the time. And that's why, <laughs> I don't know, I guess... I, too, was inspired by the administrators working at high school because that's why I think I've always wanted to be an admin because I enjoy that kind of like you don't have to be in the classroom all the time. You just be like, have you seen that meme, too? I mean, that not the meme. It's a TikTok of the admin coming to watch the class. Oh, I'm going to send it to you. This thing is funny. But in essence, 
for the folks who haven't seen it, our dear listeners, is this woman that comes in with like all these keys and the walkie-talkie, and oh. it's like, "Oh, baby, come over here. Let me take this note I have to seen that. Like that is, yeah. It, literally, every high school has somebody like that, and it's just so funny to me. And I too wanted to be that person, but <laughs> uh, alas, Dream big, working Jenny. in schools is not for me. But either way. <laughs> I thought the movie <laughs> was so bad. I fell asleep as well. I also was just like, what? When it ended, I was like, there's no resolution here. There's no real apology. And then the scene is literally him grabbing onto her butt and making out. And I'm just like, girl, you you literally were disrespected every five seconds. I don't know. I just... Movies in this age, I feel like you're not necessarily remembering, but women and girls just existed to like for no reason like there was no like all of these teen movies let me not say all most of the teen movies from this era are just like like slut shamey and like uh sexist and all of these things where it's like okay just say you hate women like literally why is <laughs> this a movie say like, you hate women like is that so hard i um, just don't i don't understand how the actress too, right? Because she, like you're reading it, right? You're seeing it. They're not being respectful. Like you don't have. I mean, I don't know how old she was when she made this movie, but when you're that early on in your career, you have no power. Like yeah, I guess even even like actors who's who've been doing it for a long time depending on the writer or the producer or whatever, or the director, like the actor may not have that much say over what lines they're being given. And so, I mean, ideally these lines would not be written in the first place. But, but well, there was a scene and I wish I would have written it down. Oh, maybe it was something like, <laughs> you're fronting. <laughs> and I thought I was fronting too, but I stopped fronting and you just keep fronting. And I was just like, Wow. They literally did use that in 2003. That is how we used to talk about stuff. And I was just like, it really is art imitating life. I don't know who we is. I do, <laughs> I also don't remember that scene, so I must have been asleep. Oh, maybe. I'm trying to remember when it was, but it wasn't, clearly it wasn't that impactful, but she was just talking about fronting and all that stuff. But it was just like the words using fronting, and then another one was like, you're bugging. Mm. Or also, most random part of the movie was when the young white woman, in young white girl who was hanging out with them, says mm. with her whole heart, huh? I'm looking for a brother like that. And <laughs> I just... <laughs> Wait. I really, I really think I slept through that part. Oh, what? man. It was, yeah, it was when he broke up with her. So they were breaking up. They were doing a public breakup uh, and in quotation marks because they weren't actually together. And the way that he disrespected her was impressive to the other (laughs) two girls that are her friends, the young white girl and then the other black woman, black girl that was there. And they were so like impressed, like, ooh, he didn't he didn't let Paris tell him down. So I like that. What? There was a lot of, like, weird stuff in this um, movie, but I was just thinking about at the beginning when Christina Milian 
sees her NBA player boyfriend on TV and, and he's he so says old. he's single. He says he's single. Um, and she, his girlfriend, is like, what? And so she calls him and he doesn't call her back. Whatever. Anyway, he finally calls her back and he's in a limo. And <laughs> he's like, no, baby, I love you. Blah, blah, blah. Don't worry about it. And then uh, someone knocks on the limo window <laughs> Uh, it's Nicole Scherzinger from Not the Pussycat Dolls. Not just anyone, and from the now acclaimed show, Mass Singer, that also has what? Nick Cannon as the host. Y'all, the levels of connection here are unmatched. Yeah, so she's the girl who's like, hey, I we've got stuff for you. I don't know. Stuff is sex, I guess. I'm not sure. <laughs> she's like, open the door. We've got champagne. Bottle. And... And uh, Christina Milian's like, who's that? Who's that girl? And he's like, what? It's nobody. And Christina Milian is like, okay, fine. Then say my name. I was like, oh, okay. So she's she's saying this and her friends are like, he won't say your name? He won't say your name. I was like, I, I guess not. And in this... I guess, I guess <laughs> in, not. I mean, he doesn't. But <laughs> in this scene, I was like, wait... So obviously we know the Destiny Child song. Yeah, say my name. As no one is kid, around you. Say, "Baby, I love you." If you ain't playing games, which doesn't make sense, but whatever. Um, when I was a kid, like when that song came out, I didn't really think about it as like a thing that happened to people. Like I assume, yeah, sure, that probably happens. But then as an adult, I've been in relationships and whatever. I, you know, I, I'm just never. I've never been in that position where I had to actually use those words. And I didn't know that it was a thing that people did. Like, that people asked their boyfriend to. Like, say my name then. If you're by yourself, say my name. Or if that's nobody, then say my name. Like, I get it now, fundamentally. Like, I understand. But have you ever? Like, I've, I've just never... I've never seen it anywhere besides a Destiny's Child music video. <laughs> yeah. You've... Okay, to be fair... So, because uh-huh. I spend a lot of my time just joking with people, like, I have been in scenarios when I'm talking to somebody and I'm like, wait a minute, why did you say my name like, or why did you say it like that? You normally say my name. Why are you calling me boo? Who's with you? Like, I have done that. Yes. Oh, okay. But okay. not in a, you are my betrothed man and you are not saying my name. I... I actually prefer when people say my name because I don't like pet names like baby and sweetie. I think it's weird. I also just think it's weird. I don't know. I I think movies and TV shows and uh, in this case, uh, music videos, I think a lot of times they think that we say each other's names more than we do. Like that's such a big like beginner screenwriter thing. Like when every other line, the person's saying the name of the people they're talking Mm. to, like, in real life, I I cannot tell you, like, how little I even say Richard's name. Like, sometimes I do, but it's not like every other sentence. Because, number one, we're the only people who live in this apartment, so we're... Granted, there are some times where if we don't say the name, we're like, who are you talking to? Is that for me? And it's actually us talking to the dog, because we do do that a lot. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> that does make sense. You're right. Yes. I mean, come on. Everybody talks to the dog. But, uh, yeah, I, I just, like, we don't go around saying each other's names all the time. Yeah, I guess when you're together, it's rare that you would say someone's name. 
the whole thing is kind of weird because also, why did he look 36? <laughs> and his girlfriend was in high school? Yeah, yeah, ideally, he's supposed to be like 18, 19 himself because he just graduated high school. But he looked much older. But also, there. this is why these things are so terrible, the lessons learned here. Christina Milian's character, Paris, is like, oh, my God, obsessed over this man. This man doesn't care, then shows up on senior ditch day to reclaim her. And she just like, oh, you're here. Thanks, babe. I'm going to go get my stuff. Like, Yeah, she's super weird. basic and has no personality outside of wanting to be with a dude. Yeah, it was bad. And I, I actually have watched uh, Love Don't Cost a Thing sometime a lot of times i want to say you mean can't buy me love can't buy me love yeah can't buy me love i've seen it a couple of times but it is also kind of the same thing you know even though it was like set in the 80s it's still that same thing the woman at home is seeing her boyfriend on tv who goes to the football team then she has at on that time in the time of yore it's a man who's um who's he does lawn work. He's a lawn worker. And so oh, a cool boy. And then he pays for her dress that she messes up instead of the car. So it's like a lot of things that are very similar. But at the end, you know, I think it was just a little bit more romantic back in the 80s than it was in the 2000s. But anyways, can't buy me love. Honestly, you can't nope. buy me love. Love don't cost a thing. <sighs> love well, don't cost a love- thing. Well, that's what I was going to say. Can't buy me love because love don't cost a thing. Not the J-Lo song. Speaking of J-Lo. But, of course, do we didn't even talk about that. I know. Oh, my God. That was literally ground-shaking news. We had folks literally texting me from as far as Los Angeles to as close <laughs> as Bankhead. Like, it was... People were upset. But you know now they're saying that they didn't break up. I hear. But whatever. But the thing is, I feel like this is just, you know, this always happened with celebrities, celebrity couples. There's the big like, oh my gosh. Then they say, no, we're making things work so that it actually happens later. So oh. it's the first chip away. But we'll see. It, it would suck to be a celebrity and like, because like... People break up all the time. Like, right? it just happens. Like, it would suck to have this very personal moment of your life and a moment that is almost always going to be terrible become news. Like, I can't imagine. I can't imagine seeing that, like, in a magazine or something. Like, having anybody care about it outside of my family and my friends. Right. But it's like, they. we really do. We really are invested. But I am team j-lo mark anthony get back together that's just I me no i thought I, I thought they were i thought that one was gonna last they were together too. for a while that one hurt me the other ones not surprised not even didn't even wink not benifer no benifer <laughs> i was like that's not surprising at all um neither was casper and jail breaking Ooh. up that was like what what, are what we was that doing? other guy chris oh something? chris Dancer. That's all I got. Chris Dancer. Chris Dancer. <laughs> I gotta look it up because I'm pissed. Chris. Just, when you oh. say it, I'm gonna know it. Yeah, you'll know. Chris Judd. You know what? Forgot it. So I wasn't gonna know it. It wasn't <laughs> she, even close. I forgot that he was a person. 
<laughs> I know someone who's cousins with him, which they is only were crazy. married for two years, which seems like it. That was it seems m- like they were married way longer, much longer than I could remember. Oh, <laughs> he is definitely well. like of all the men she actually married. I'm surprised that Chris made the cut and Ben didn't. I know, but Benifer, I feel like people who weren't around then, they don't understand Benifer and how it was such a a moment, a cultural... It was a moment. Like that pink diamond ring, that Jenny from the Block video, that when he's yacht? kissing her butt on the yacht. <laughs> the glow-up she gave him. I mean, it was mostly self-tanner, but yes. It was a suit. She got him wearing suits and overcoats. She had him looking like he was all the way from Manhattan with her. And she not even from Manhattan. She's from the Bronx. That whole thing was, it was a lot. Yeah, and, I, you know, I think ultimately what I want for Jennifer is to find the love that she looks for. Because she's been looking for a while. And it just... It's true. I also, I think we... I would love it if we got out of this, like, mindset of, like, just because a relationship doesn't last forever means it was a failure. Like, that's not necessarily true. And especially if you're with someone for being with people is hard. Like, (laughs) relationships are hard. And if you manage to do it for 15 years or 20 years and then you get a divorce, that doesn't mean that it failed. Like, that just that was the length that the relationship should be. And I just feel like it's still an important formative part of your life and you still had love for this person. And it doesn't mean anything like it doesn't have to be a negative thing on either one of them. It could just be like people change and grow and want different things. And like, you still should see it as a success. So JLo, I know you're listening to this, obviously. <laughs> um, obviously. It's okay. Like you, your relationship is not a failure. Mm-hmm. You've not been unlucky in love. You've had a lot of love and have high standards for yourself which i think is great i'm here for you j-lo if you need somebody uh just someone send this to j-lo just want you to know we still love you we're gonna watch your movies we're gonna listen to your music honestly my um feelings about j-lo had nothing to do with her relationship with a-rod like if anything i thought that they were kind of weak together i was like i don't love this pairing but if she's happy fine I mean, I did not, when seeing the news, I did not shed a tear. Really, would you ever shed, shed a tear if someone yeah. broke up? Like, Actually, would I have, don't. Why would I? I would. I guess the only one I would break, I would just cry for is like, I guess, parents type of thing. But Your parents? Yeah. Well, yeah, of course. But this is celebrities. I mean. Okay. <laughs> I could I, shed a tear if I wanted to. I mean, I, I was particularly when sad when Brad and Jennifer Ooh. broke up because I was just like, what? And then how they broke up was dramatic. So, so much drama. We don't even like that's a podcast. We got to start the breakdown of Brad and Jennifer. We are now to the portion of the program where Julie tells us what she found on Al Gore's internet. What she got for us. So, uh, this week I have an Am I the Asshole that is really wild. Um, Oh my god. It's, like, 
I don't think it's fake, which makes it worse because I'm like, this is so weird. Like I, but I can fully see this being a real thing that happened. So without further ado, it says, am I the asshole for leaving in an Uber after what my husband did at the restaurant? Oh my God. So already you're like, what did the husband do at the restaurant? Do you have any guesses Uh, for what the husband did? Oh, what could he have done? Did he get too drunk? Did he... Hit on the waitress? I don't know. The mystery abounds. Let me continue. This says, um, me, 31-year-old female, and my husband, 35-year-old male, have been married for 14 months. Ma'am, you could just say a year. It's not a baby. (laughs) 14 months? Okay. Um, Sure. Have been married for 14 months. He's a middle school teacher, very close to his family, loves to help out, but can be firm at times. He adores his one-year-old niece. It actually says 1.2-year-old niece, but what? this woman has okay. a strange... I, like, I don't oh, understand. Is she trying to indicate that they've been married the same amount of time that the niece has been in existence? I don't know. That's, that's a, If that is true, that's a weird way to do that. But, okay, fine. He adores his 1.2-year-old niece, his sister's baby. This person doesn't write sentences. Like... His sister's baby is one sentence, and so there's periods after all these little phrases. Okay. Uh, He always babysits whenever he's got nothing to do. I help with whatever I can. We haven't haven't gotten out for a nice dinner in a while. Yeah, girl, it's COVID times. What do you mean? (laughs) Okay. Um, I asked if we could go out to a new restaurant and try their food and have good time together. He agreed. I immediately made reservations and took care of everything. What else is there to take care of besides <laughs> making the reservation? Okay. Um, Ma'am. Nope. <laughs> or sir? Who no, this? she said she's a woman. She's okay. a woman. Uh, since I couldn't take the day off. Why would you take the day off for a dinner? <laughs> what? Was she preparing the dinner at the restaurant? I'm so confused. Okay. So, since I couldn't take the day off, I left work early and went to meet, met, went to meet him there at the restaurant. I walked in and saw my husband sitting... And his niece in our car seat by the table. (laughs) I asked, and he said his sister had work and wanted him to watch his niece. His family were out of town, so there was no one else beside him. Besides him. Besides him. Sure. I noticed the restaurant staff were giving us looks since it's not a child-friendly restaurant, and I was worried the baby would cry or something. Oh, She was asleep then. That's crappy. I don't like that. Which part? The restaurant? Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. Uh, um, Anyway, (laughs) we ordered our meals while he was calming his niece down because she was crying out loud. That's a sentence. (laughs) Okay. Uh, (laughs) He kept kept asking the waitress about stuff they don't have for his niece, and I couldn't take the looks from people unable to enjoy their meals because of the noise husband's niece was making, especially when he started singing... You're welcome from Moana while swinging her. That's kind of adorable, but okay. That is super sweet. I can't. Re- I'm getting sweet, really but upset that she said I, husband's niece instead of I our was, niece. But yeah, I was as I was reading that, I was like, wait, that's your niece too. But okay, no, no, this is gonna have a mm, twist. Oh my god! Oh um, my god! It's gonna have a twist. Okay, so he's singing Moana and whatever. I got up to go to the restroom. Few minutes later, I heard him arguing loudly. I went to see what he was actually trying. Wait, 
I went to see that he was actually trying to change his niece's diaper on the table. The waitress was arguing with him. I was in shock. The manager came after my husband said she'd take a minute to get it done. The manager spoke to me and asked me to leave eventually. I was livid. We left and I blew up outside, asked my husband why the table... Oh my god, the way this is written. Asked my husband why the table while people were eating that he could have told me. Otherwise, I wouldn't have picked a restaurant that doesn't allow infants. That he embarrassed me, ruined dinner, and got us kicked out. He started arguing with me like I was one of his students after I refused to get in the car, giving me a 0 out of 10 for my reaction and claiming I picked a bad restaurant. Said that he was helping his sister. And I needed to understand that. After the argument, I took an Uber and went home. He went to his sister's place and called saying I shouldn't have left like that. It made him feel guilty for wanting to help, but I didn't respond. Um, And then there's an edit. It says, I just want to say that my husband is the one who insists on taking his niece. He doesn't consider this babysitting. He just loves to be with her and take care of her. He said he wants us to adopt since it's our only way of having children due to medical reasons. He absolutely adores kids, so I understand his bond with his niece. But the restaurant incident was blamed on me. He thinks my reaction was over the top. And honestly, I have no idea why he thinks people should mind their own business when he's behaving like that in a public place. Interesting. 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 Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. A lot to unpack here. So much. First of all, changing a diaper on a table is not Okay. Whether it's a five-star or a zero-star restaurant. Or a McDonald's. Mm -mm. That's outrageous. No, No. sir. Do better. That's why they have changing tables in all bathrooms now. But... What I read was apparently... I I mean, I guess this makes sense, but not all men's restrooms have a changing table. Yes. But there's there's so many other options. Like, he could have done it in the car, on the floor. (laughs) He could have had her go in the bathroom with the baby. Like... So many things. Not all restaurants have it, but most restaurants do have... A single bathroom now. Like, if it's that kind of... Re- I'm not a th- imagining that a fancy restaurant like that doesn't have a private stall for somebody to... A private room for somebody to go in. But also, you could have done it, like, even on the chair. Like, in the car seat. Like, Any, there's so many anywhere, options. Like it's you, not the table. You didn't have to do it... If you couldn't do it in the bathroom, you could have just walked the baby outside and done it on a bench. Like, the, putting it on the table is... um disgusting and also a biohazard and like so many there's so many things yeah i don't know if i don't know how easy it is to just move a baby back and forth to the outside but either way he could have thought more about that she's 1.2 years old (laughs) she's 1.2 years old also this woman though she She should not have a child with him even adopting because it doesn't look like she wants to uh, to bond with someone who's not biologically hers so yes very good point why would you want to adopt with him if you clearly can't handle it and i'm not saying that she's terrible because i know kids are hard but this whole thing is weird because why is he the sole like godfather for this baby but does she not like the baby because if if 1.2 years what is that is that is that one year and two months similar to her 14 month conversation earlier so she has at least known this baby since birth (laughs) this baby could have been born a week before she got married i think that yeah it's so weird because like the baby is at an age where 
Okay, so they've been married for 14 months. Presumably they had to plan the wedding. They didn't just meet and get married right away. So the baby is at an age where either you, like, knew the baby's parents while they were expecting her. Like, you've been in this child's life from the beginning. And, like, that's your niece also. That like, is your I don't, niece. I don't understand that Because you're married. You're literally married. Like, I'm not even married. And Richard's sister had twins but like we've been together for 12 years so like i feel like those are my nephews those are your um, nephews and like, those are my cousins like yeah i've like, never even met her so like, um but like yeah so all of this like insistence on like his niece and da 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 and i'm like girl you're being really weird girl. and also i i get it it's a restaurant and like it's bougie or whatever and i don't have kids so like i Often I'm like, mm, there shouldn't be kids here. But regardless of my feelings about this, the fact that he was singing the Moana song is the cutest thing I've ever so heard. So like, cute. I mean, but I, then but then he had to do the thing with the poop on he the table. Should not like, have why? done the poop and then argue with the staff. Like yes. that's also part where I'm just like, that doesn't make any sense. Y'all really, yes, he should have communicated that he was going to take the baby. Also to the sister, not for nothing. Your brother can't only be your backup babysitter. Like, that's true. I mean, to respect him and his marriage is also important here. I I've seen a lot of these (laughs) things on TikTok. Remember, I told you TikTok believes that I am a single mother. (laughs) (laughs) I am not, but because I watched one cute baby video and I thought a teacher was hot in his videos i am now deemed a single mother from New why York. single mother because That's... there's never a it's always a thing but either way there's a lot of these these uh pranks where parents are leaving their kids with their their family member who said no that they couldn't watch them so they take the kids to the house oh. and then when they open the door <laughs> the people in the car go go <laughs> and then they it's so terrible but also hilarious and also what reminds me of what happened here he should have blocked it out this is also a problem with a lot of couples where one person plans something out completely and the other person just kind of shows up maybe putting clothes on y'all people need to do better communicate and comprehend it's critically important i i just think it's funny that you said um Maybe she doesn't like the baby or something like like she doesn't connect with the baby, which which just made me laugh. Like it made me laugh so much because <laughs> there's this tweet that I just pulled it up. It's an iconic tweet from two years ago. And <laughs> iconic. Like it's um, <laughs> why do we bash deadbeat dads for not being there for their kids? But we never question if the child has bad vibes or if they're just <laughs> unpleasant to be around. <laughs> So when you said that, I was like, yeah, maybe she has bad vibes. Maybe the baby has bad vibes. It's possible. And also, you know, I've seen some what you could kind of deem as a deadbeat mom. I've seen them. I'm like, whoa, this is it's a real twist. Some people are not meant to be full time parents. I think people need to acknowledge that. Some people are not meant to be parents. Some people are not meant to be parents. I feel like a lot of fertile people end up being parents. And I'm like, how did that work out in the scheme of things? Y'all should not be parents. But whatever. Either way, 
Oh, girl, you don't love your niece because you have refused to call her your niece. And I am concerned that you are not ready to be a parent to anybody and going into adoption is not going to work out. Just think you need to think about that. This whole moment really shown light on the fact that you are in a space that is selfishly one that wants to be filled with you and your partner, but not you partner plus one. So mm-hmm. just think about that. Yeah, that like wasn't even the question. Like, because I agree. Like, so she's not the asshole for this particular situation. Um, her husband was definitely the asshole. But also, there should be a better discussion of their, like, family plans and mm, boundaries with the niece, maybe, or with his sister. But, yeah, no, this was a Speaking in reservation terms, seems like it's a party of one. And that's her by herself. Wow. Okay. Okay. Or maybe she could find someone who doesn't have a family. (laughs) At the beginning, she was like, he's very close to his family. He like loves them and like loves his niece. Like like, all I've ever wanted is to meet a man who loves his family. That thing is so adorable. You mean we get to hang out with a baby? That's how I would see it. And sing Moana. Sing Moana. And hold up. He's going to change the diaper and I don't have to. Hell yes. I. He just, he just went about it um, the yes. wrong way. Uh, not, just, not even a slight right way. Mm-mm. Yeah. But uh, anyway, that was Am I the Asshole this week or what I found on Al Gore's internet. Oh, my. Well, as we come to the end, what yes. are you looking forward to this week? The weekend. <laughs> no, okay. Um, I am looking forward to catching up on my emails at work. And, yeah, Are you I don't know looking that... forward to that? You know what? Um, here, why can't I just say what made the world suck a little less? What made the world suck? Stop a making less. me look forward. Oh um, my god! Today I well, uh, this past week I got some new plants, so I'm really excited hey. about those. And then today I had a really nice um, FaceTime chat, like an hour long chat with one of my good friends who just texted me out of the blue and was like, "Hey," I was like. Hey, and she's like, "Do you want to FaceTime for a little bit just to catch up?" I was like, "Okay, sure." And I was in my pajamas, she was in her robe, and we just talked for an hour. And it was okay, really robe. I love somebody who really be rocking a robe. I yeah, tried. she was rocking it. I know. I I like the only time I wore a robe, and even this did not last that long. But my freshman year of college, when you know you have the communal bathrooms. And oh yeah. They're like, oh yeah, get a robe, and I was like, okay, and then I just started. Yeah. Just having a towel and like, it was fine. I just mostly did towels. And then thankfully, as the years kept going, I ended up getting a private bathroom. So. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I was like, ew, even better. I want to be a robe person. But uh, yeah, it was nice to catch up and just talk about life and whatever. This has nothing to do completely with everything you were saying. But the bathroom thing reminded me. I watched Pitch Perfect, and there's a scene where they're in a communal bathroom wearing no shoes in the shower. <gasps> and I was beside myself. Like, who does that? 
No, that is. It was nasty. Like it's the early on scene of the movie where they like. I feel like I feel like I I have a staph infection just from hearing that. Like, oh my god! Just thinking about the bathrooms. Oh god, no! I don't want to go back at all. Nope. Anyway, so how about you? What am I looking forward to? Or Or what made the world suck a little less? No pressure. I did a... Oh, they listen to the podcast, so they'll love to hear this. I did a game night for my interns. and it was really fun. We did a virtual game night, and it was the first time we've done it. I just wanted a... This is a... A weird space for everybody so just wanting to bring some light and fun and jackbox games are so fun so we were able to play mm-hmm. a couple and um yeah they very competitive bunch some a I little too competitive it was like dang. no such thing <laughs> uh, but it was it was good fun so that that was very helpful to make the week go a little better so yeah that's awesome. I, we should do another virtual game night. Yes, we should. 1,000%. Whenever you want. Yay. If you want to do it tomorrow, I'm down. Let's do it. <laughs> I'll be uh, this week. Oh, my God. You're going to need it this week, so let's plan it. Mm-hmm. All right. Awesome. Well, I'm glad that we got to chat. Sorry, this movie was a bust. Um, what are you going to do? You live and learn, and then you watch bad movies. It's fine. Can we just real quick say that not we i can say this um christina million doesn't age yeah and she literally looks i would say she looks better in falling in love than she does in love don't cost a thing mm-hmm. a thing a, a thing <laughs> a, a thing movies that are how many years 15, 15 years apart. yeah but you know, I do. I would say that for a lot of folks, like even J Lo, like there's some scenes from her, like from the '90s and early 2000s, that she just looked so much older. It was just like they, yeah, it was the makeup of yeah. the time, and like people weren't doing Korean skincare. Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh, <laughs> the cameras weren't as good. There's a lot of reasons why people look better now, but oh, um, yeah. I definitely noticed the Christina Milian and. It's like it's not even a glow up because she's always glowed, but it's like wow, a flex, a flex, just living go. and go, breathing. girl. Yes. Thanks for listening to Get Funny. We hope you laughed, but if you didn't, we did. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> we killed it. Crushed it. <laughs>